<laughs> Got it. <laughs> that was a good one. My lip gloss ain't popping. Oh, hey, everybody. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, hello. Good morning. Happy um, October the 16th. Mm -hmm. we haven't seen anybody in a couple of weeks it seems like years I feel like I haven't seen people in years I know I've been traveling I've been to Vegas I've been to Chicago what's up everybody my name is Ciara Wimby and I am the CEO and founder of Live You Nonprofit I am also the physical wellness coach who we got in the building Mm <laughs> the one with the cootie free kisses. <laughs> Cicely Beckham, I am the mental wellness coach. And hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie, the spiritual wellness coach. Woo-woo. Welcome. Woo-woo. So, you know, we are calling this Saturday the second Saturday. I know, I know it's not the second. So, we're calling it second Saturday ish. Yeah. Right, because well, uh, it's the second I, Saturday we own in in October. Boom. Right, it's our second Saturday that mm-hmm. we're on. Right, and so this particular second Saturday, we are being led by Miss Cicely Beckham. She is going to be uh, talking about redefining strength in your home, your work, and your community. We just mm-hmm. got um, a really great presentation from her that she's she's doing. And so I'm really excited um, about what else she's going to show us or lead us in today. And then we had also ended in a conversation. And we actually didn't end. We stopped the conversation we were having. I'll say that we put a mm-hmm. hard stop to the conversation we were having before we came on this call because Cicely was like, it would be really great um, to discuss here. So do we want to start there with that conversation? Um, let, us, let us know where you want us to uh, go. We're going to be directed. That is so funny. Um, so we, I do want to get into that conversation, but I want to get more content of uh, context of where it came from. Okay. So when we talk about redefining strength, we're talking about redefining strength for women because oftentimes we think strength is being able to tolerate toxic behaviors and environments um being able to put how much can you put up with it without breaking and that's not strength that is um i want to self-destruction is what that is and so i want to redefine the term for women of what strength looks like and um the conversation was about how um how Stephanie was giving examples of how how she believed strength was or what it looked like for her and her turning point and how she's redefining for herself. So I just wanted to give that context before we just jumped into the conversation. They're like, what are we yeah. talking about? Um, like I said, strength for generations has been taught to look like symptom suppression, to literally put on the back burner your own personal ailments or illnesses or things to push through even when you're not feeling your best that's what strength looks like but on the on the uh the when you do that on the back burner when we start to look at the forefront of it what is this doing to your physical and psychological space um and your mental space so when we push through things that we and sometimes it's like oh cool push through to know that i i can handle that to it, it expands my capacity but what is it doing to my psychological 
response phase. What is it doing to my physical ailments? Now I pushed through it. Now I got a headache. I didn't push through it. Now my blood pressure high. I didn't push through it. I missed even missed the meal with doing it. Now my blood sugar low. You know, and now I got anxiety. Now my stomach, even me put having to push through it. Now my anxiety going crazy. And now I got stomach issues that I really can't eat right. So these things that we're calling strength are leading to physical ailments that are tearing us down and making us die at alarming rates. If you look at the stats, black women are dying at alarming rates to think to medical conditions that could have been resolved if we didn't suppress those symptoms, if we didn't ignore those symptoms, if we didn't go based off how Big Mama's saying, when you know Big Mama's sitting there rubbing her hands because arthritis kicking her butt and her diabetes, and now she got the gout in her foot, but she's trying to show up for the church members and show up for the family. So now you learn like, oh, I gotta, I have to put myself last to put everybody first. Lies, that's not strength, that's self-destruction. So this topic today is to redefine strength and what it looks like. And to one of my thing, biggest things to redefine strength is to reach out and get the help that you need. It's to mm -hmm. not isolate. It's to not um, feel like you have to take everything on your shoulders and do it yourself. Because I know a lot of us feel like if I don't do it myself, it's not going to get done right. That's a control issue, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, but to understand a great leader understands how to delegate. Um and trust that you delegated these things to people who are competent enough to get theirs done. That's a part of wisdom that you that you use as being a great leader. So to what my, my, the conversation, like I said, today is about redefining what strength looks like for women. Um, and Stephanie just had an issue. I mean, not an issue, but had a blackout, but I wanted her to share her story, but Sierra can also share her story of how she, how, like I said, we talked about symptom suppression and how she, she gave an example of how she didn't do symptom suppression and how her friends made fun of her when she didn't. So you can go ahead and share that with us. All righty. So um, I was sharing how even like in, in high school, like if I didn't feel like going to school, I just didn't go to school. And I would tell my mom, I don't want to go. And I had some friend, I had a particular friend that would always say, oh, well, why are you out of school today? Did the eyelash fall out? Did you have a hangnail? And I was like, no, I just didn't feel like coming to school. And my mother, and, and I don't know, maybe because my mom's undergrad degree was psychology, Maybe she had a, you know, a different way of looking at things and just allowing me to not have to, um, I guess, overtax or overstress myself if I felt that that was happening. Um, everything always kind of went off of, well, how do you feel, CR? Do you want to do it? Well, no. Okay, well, CR <laughs> don't want to do it. She don't have to do it. So I, that's what I've learned in my life. So when people tell me I have to do something, I'm like, no, I don't. And and something that, you know, may show up in my life today. Um, and, and I was explaining how there was another situation where, you know, I may push through something, let's say for a particular day, um, because I feel that obligation, whatever that obligation is to complete it, but then best be sure I'm going to take a couple more days after that fact. And I'm going to be like, oh, I, let me tell you what I'm not going to be doing. So that then I'm counterbalancing what I did push through so that then now I'm taking some time for myself um, to rejuvenate and build back up again. So I'm, I'm and, and that's why, you know, I live you. That's why I'm, I always feel like I'm a great um, example and advocate for self-care and putting you first. And um, also having had some health issues 
um, in my beginning um, stages of my, my mid-20s and uh, early 30s. And one of the things that we also touched on in our previous conversation was your physical health is symptoms of your mental health. Mm -hmm. And had a lot of physical health symptoms that um, when I tell people, yes, I use food um, to be a, a definite healer of my, or let me restate it because it wasn't my, but of the condition, but it wasn't just the food. I always tell people, you also have to change your mindset and how you interact with stress and how you allow mm -hmm. situations or people to stress you. You know, I've said this many times, many ways. I'm a, I will cut somebody loose in a minute. And I'm real good at it with people that have not been, let's say, um, lifelong members of my life. But for uh, people that are in my blood circle, I haven't always been very good at that. And I've stated that, you know, I've, at a point in my life, I'm ready to do that as well. And that may be shocking for some people, but hey, it's going to be what it's going to be because at the end of the day, uh, I come first. And I can always build my own community. I don't have to have the community that I was brought into. I can, can and I've done a really good job of building my own community. I mean, you two are great examples of my community. So I feel like I've done a good job. So I can do really well picking out my own people. I don't need to, <laughs> to just stick with the people that I was born with. That's a, and, and so you just show different layers of strength, right? Um, and things that you, how you evolve to this process. So I remember, and, and it's so funny because she said that she didn't go to school because she didn't want to. Me, I'd be like, it's asthma. I can't take, can't breathe. And, and don't get me wrong, the first two or three days, it probably was asthma. But the weeks to follow were me just like, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. So that let me know, hmm, I got some manipulation skills. And please, and they just didn't want to be bothered with me in my dramatics because, yeah, I'm dramatic. And so my parents let me, what it was, my grandfather was vouching for me because we was kicking, kicking the bobo. That was, that's my, my dude. So um, I didn't know at that time though, that that was a part of my self-care. When I didn't want to be bothered with others, I definitely isolate without mm -hmm. a problem. Um, I think that's because one day I remember my father, I, I wanted to go to a big party and he was like, you always with some people. And he was like, people who don't like themselves don't like to be by themselves. You need mm -hmm. to learn how to be by yourself. And I was like, well, I love myself. I don't know who you're talking to, <laughs> right? So I started taking time to get to know me. But the part of the, that you, that you, I want to fast forward to what you said about creating your own village, creating your own circle. Family is literally the people that you choose to be a part of you. The people that are related to you through blood, that's what we also call family, but that's what that is. It's related <laughs> through blood does not mean that they're my family. And so understanding what that looks like for you is a strength in yourself. That's your own involvement. That's your own process of you redefining strength of saying, I have enough strength to have. Because sometimes it's easier. It's, it's harder to let go. But when you let go, you realize the damage that's already done. Like me holding on to this is causing damage to me, to mm -hmm. my mental space, to my physical space to my spiritual space and me letting go is a release of that. So I can start my own healing process. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that you love them any less. It's not to say that there's love lost. It's just to say, it's time for me to heal in that space. And that's what strength looks like to you in this moment. 
And so I'm just here to validate that because that's what it looks like for you in this moment. Now, um, I do want to, sorry, y'all know, I met my balcony members, people driving past and next you're going to hit a tamale man rolling up tamale, tamale. Listen, and I probably like, I want a tamale, but I won't do it today because I'm here. That's me. That's strength in my thing, denying myself a tamales for this podcast. Okay. So, um, but I do want to jump on and let Stephanie talk about how she redefined strength for herself because it was also powerful and it's just to show the different uh, diversity and what redefining strength looks like for different people. Yes. So um, as I said in our previous meeting, there was a time um, between like 23, 27, where it was just straight hard. It was, I've always been a resilient person. I've always been determined, but that particular error for me, it was, I'm not letting nobody in. There's nobody's getting in, whether you family or not. I don't care if we're related. I don't care if we're blood. Um, you'd have to do something extremely significant consistently. And the significance is very high. So I'm not a gray area person. It's either you with me or you're not. And so, um, yes, you would have to do something extremely high for me to have you in my circle. And even then, you, you won't even be in the circle. So I, I, it's, it was very challenging for me to let people in. And connecting, um, I'm still learning to connect these. But it was after 27, when after I turned 27, I began to realize that um, I'm tired. I don't want to be this strong all the time because I. But people seeing me be that strong, so they don't know how to respond to me whenever I said I am tired. I'm hurt. Um, I want to do something different. Instead, I would get, well, shake it off. You okay? You can do it. And I was like, well, I don't want to do it. And people was like, well, but you can because that's what you do. So I was so, I've, I've always been super, super strong. And I've always been super resilient. I mean, the resilience doesn't go away. That's just a part of me now. But um, I'm allowing other people in my space to help me take on some of the different challenges that I have and sharing my thoughts and sharing my opinions on things because as I've said before if you upset let's go get you some money you're gonna be happy don't even worry about it um your puppy died let's go get you some money you're gonna be happy don't even worry about it so it really depends on what the situation is and what's happening we're gonna we're gonna get you some money you'll be okay so um and I realized that that doesn't even that's not even strength money is actually weakness because it's the currency that makes it strong. So how strong is your currency? Because it, it keeps going, right? So um, letting people in for me was a, was a way for me to redefine my strength um, and sharing my, my thoughts and my feelings with other people and also accepting that they may have something negative to say because it was a point where you had something to say to me or about me, I'm coming for you hard, but yeah, I'm coming real hard, but, um, and, and I won't even talk about it. You just shouldn't see me. I'm just going to pop up. I'm not even going to talk. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not even going to talk about it, but, um, that's strength. When you let somebody say whatever it is that they have to say without knowing you or knowing anything about you and you let it go, that's real strength because 
why would you give them power? It took a long time for me to get to that point. Um, and now that I'm here, it's what do I care? It doesn't doesn't bother me. And can, and can I just add, like, yes. and I guess because I really took this to heart when I was a kid, like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. So I've always been, I don't give up. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> what you say to me, how you say it. You could say whatever you want to say. And I could just be like, oh, okay, for real. That yeah. sounds real interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a different level of strength right there. Okay? That's, that is strength. That is strength. Um, that you, I just listened say. to the little sticks and stones. Like I was just, like sticks and stones, man. I supposed to pick them up and hurt you with them. That's what that means. You can say um, it, but if I hear it, I'm coming for you. So um yeah. it, it don't matter, and it didn't even matter what the setting was. You could be a church. You can be at a funeral. It didn't matter. It did not matter. I know, I know. Right? I, I don't care what if on site was a person. <laughs> and then I got some friends. You have that, those group of friends, right? That's that will egg you on, even if you say no, they'd be like, no, you finna go, get in the car. So mm -hmm. um, no, I I it took me a minute to to redefine that and allowing people to accepting people for who they are. That's just who they are. Um, but also accepting my role that I played there. I don't have to show up for it. I don't have to be there for it. I don't have to be around it. So I leave. I don't even, I don't, I don't even engage. What's the purpose? What's the point? There's no purpose. There's no point that I'm out. And so redefining strength for me was literally letting people in to, um, to my space, to my personal world. And, and that was very, very hard because I am a cancer and I do live in my shell. I don't even want kids coming over. So uh -huh. it, it was it was hard to, to let that in because that's a vulnerable spot for me. I'm gonna let you in my house. I'm gonna let you around me. You know me, you know? And I didn't want people to know me. I only, want, I only showed people what I wanted them to see. And... Mm -hmm. I, I didn't give them all the size. Whereas now, and after 27, after you know that birthday, I realized that that just didn't work for me. There was moments where I wanted to be vulnerable and I wanted to break down and cry to the, the same group of people. And I couldn't because they'd be like, it's okay, dust the, shirt, the, the dust off your shoulder. You'll be fine. Let's get up and get going. I'm like, I literally cannot get up. And they knew you as a certain type of person now. And so right. like, how you were characterized and right. now you couldn't, and they just wouldn't allow you to come out that character anymore. They right. like, come and get some money. What you doing? Right. Wipe them tears right. with this money, girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I no, it hurts. I literally physically, and my body ended up going through. Um, I ended up getting sick physically, and I was like, I, I literally cannot get up and move. And they're like, it's okay. It doesn't matter if you hurt. You can get up. You can do it because I even go through pain. If I'm physically hurt during those during that time. I will walk, I will power through the pain and I will get whatever it is I need to get done and then I'll move and, and that'll be it. And when I can sleep, I'll sleep. It was a point where I probably slept uh, 10 hours in two weeks. So mm. I, I, I just move, I, I go, I power through it and I'll be strong. But mm. after all of that, it's just like, eh, nah, I'm all right. And, one thing about Cicely, she's going to get her sleep. And I was going to ask, does that come with whatever level of responsibility you feel that you have? Because I know I never felt like I had that level of responsibility where I had to 
power through anything mm-hmm. um, that I'm like, you know, even even like I can think of even college, like um, let's say it's a test tomorrow. And I, yeah, I was the type of person, you know, I'd rather go hang out with my friends and study, you know, whatever. But 15. if it was something that was going to stress me out I was like I'm not doing that I don't care well we're gonna just go for that f tomorrow it's all good you know we just go circle whatever little answer like I've never felt a level of responsibility and I guess also because I always had my parents and so I knew that they were going to take care of now I don't know what level of responsibility that they had that they kept me from feeling that pressure um, because I did know some girls when I worked at Wendy's that they working at Wendy's was they 40 hour job and we 16, 17, because they had to make the money to help support their household. And mm-hmm. so mom was just, you know, I'm saving money to buy me a coach purse. And so I never, I just never had that same level of responsibility that I felt I had to push through anything. So is it a level of responsibility? I don't, I don't think it was a level of responsibility. I think it was time because I always felt that I only have X amount of time to do whatever it is I needed to do. So I will calculate how much time in a day I have to do whatever it is I need to do and try to fit stuff in that time slot. Like, of course, I've always been in school. If anybody know me from whenever, you know, I've been in school forever. So I'm a professional student, right? Join the uh, club. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> so, let me let me pull up my just say no right. school campaign <laughs> right so I've always been in school but it, it's it was always time for me it wasn't just the level of responsibility it was just always time I wanted to do things within this time I wanted to make sure I um completed school within this time I wanted my degrees by this time so for me everything was defined by time not necessarily a level of responsibility because a level of responsibility was a no-brainer for me. It was like, I know what I'm going to do. I know how I got to do it. I know who I need to do it with and why. So the family thing, that was completely separated. It, that Now that was definitely isolated. It, that was, you not getting in. That, it don't matter if you are family. My family didn't even come visit me in my house. You not getting in. If my mama didn't call, she wasn't coming in. You're not getting in. That's how closed off I was. So Everything for me, especially at that time, was always time. And I don't, I don't know why. It was just time. That's a different yeah. level. And see, as to show the different levels of strength and what they look like, right? Because the things that she talked about, like Sierra was like, I was saving up for my coach purchase. I, me, I'm like, I'm going to get my sleep. Um, so it showed you like the different faces of what that looks like and how you define them in yourself, Right. Mm-hmm. And like, cause of the things that Stephanie was talking about, I, you know, and, and I, I, what, one thing you said that really triggered something that my homegirl sent me, Dr. Shout out to Dr. Alexis. Um, shout out she Dr. said <laughs> money and titles do not substitute for healing. Ooh. No, right. It it just makes you feel real and, and, I, and I think Stephanie is the expert of being able to uh-uh. say that, especially since her mm-hmm. whole thing was, let's go get this money. Let's go get Always. this money. Like, that's what Always. she was the healing process was, Always. let's go get this money. And so for her to say, no, it doesn't, after being that person that that's all mm-hmm. she focused on before, 
All right. So expert Stephanie told us that it's not y'all. Hmm. Right. So I was like, but so many women ascribe to titles and possessions to, to mask that healing because on societal norms, when we look in, oh, that's the CEO. They don't have no problems in life. Oh, she driving a Bentley. She don't have no problems in life. The whole time on behind the closed doors, when them Bentley door closed, when that office door closed, it is a whole emotional breakdown and they are a whole emotional mm -hmm. mess. And yep. all these different areas of their life are in chaos. But because we see titles, we think everything else is perfect. And so one of the things with redefining strength is that literally being vulnerable to your strengths and weaknesses know what you're strong in and know what you're not and start to the first thing is actually accepting it i accept that i'm not the fastest person around i accept that i ain't the skinniest girl around i accept that i don't have the most money around that's cool but the thing is do i have a plan to to get to, do i want to work on those things too let's be clear but first if, off if, is, are those even your priorities exactly so it's understanding what the issues are and then prioritizing them towards the importance that you gave them, not anybody else. Not what society told you to do, not what your mama told you to do, not what your aunties and all. No, what is it? How do you deal with it? I'm what supposed happened? to still be an accountant by my mama's definition yeah. and by my father's definition. And I was like, yeah, that's not really going to work for me. Now, do I like having those accounting skills, as I've always said before? Yes. But do I want to be at somebody's job? I mean, somebody came into my DM a few weeks ago talking about, um, uh, what is it, being an accountant, being a uh, part-time CFO or whatever. And I was like, well, yeah. part-time. Okay, so what? And then I was like, wait, well, no, that's accounting. No, I don't want to do accounting. And so I have to, you know, be clear on what it is that I want, even though maybe it may pay more. Um, Because mm -hmm. I have friends that are accountants that make more money than I do. And I mean, yeah, it's it's nice. That I'm, I'm like, oh, y'all got what, well, those zeros? Oh, okay, that's cool. But is that what I want? Or, you know, I've had friends that they go get higher degrees, like you all, you all, you know, getting higher degrees. So y'all gonna have some extra zeros. Guess what? See, I don't want the higher degree. So I love y'all zeros. It sounds good, <laughs> but that's not my ministry. I just, it's not the, what but, I do. Once you realize though, higher degrees, and depending on what you're going to for the higher degree for, like I'm literally church uh, chasing purpose and passion. This is what I do. So my higher degree is just a priority for me because it's getting me to the next level where I want to go with my purpose and my passion, right? So it never was about the money. But in order to attain the, seven, the certain level of education, I needed it. Like it aligns with my purpose and my priorities, right? Right. right. And so, because there's even still people that don't have the degrees that got the money because of their, they, they've been chasing passion and they put that work in. So one of the things when we, we talked about that before is when you chase purpose, the money chase you, right? right? And so that's one of the things that you probably will never deal with is because you continue chasing purpose and passion. So the money will continue to chase you. you yeah, because opportunities come up and then I'd be like, okay somebody wants me to do some consulting or something for them and you know and then that's i'm like okay that's cool i can you know i can do that on the side and then you know some extra money come into my account and i'll be like hey thank you you know 
Right. But that's that's talking about the like if then that's a this is a different topic and we will talk about that another time because that's this Sierra specialty. But to talk about the seven different revenues of 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 wealth is to start to bring you know to or the number of wealth is to have different seven different um, passive strolls of uh, uh, things of income. I can't even talk today, but whatever. <laughs> but so but that's something that comes with knowledge, right? That comes with right. with you know when they talk about. Oh, I want to do generational wealth. Generational wealth is indeed mental health. Because if you're not in the mental space, you can't. How are we gonna get money? We right. You can't get no money, right? You you because you have to be really organized, really focused, um, and you have to create the space for Mm -hmm. things. And and that's what we're talking about today. Even though we haven't said the word environment, and this month is about environmental wellness. This is about. putting yourself in an environment so that you are able to um, open yourself up to have more, do more, or even, and I don't even want to say necessarily more because we always think you got to have more because, you know, my new manifestation is do less and receive so much, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but so that we are, as you you know, we talked about redefining what strength looks like because it doesn't have to be, I have to be superwoman. It doesn't have to be, I have to do, you know, a million things in this small amount of time to be able to be happy, satisfied, and at peace. I could literally not do anything and my life could still be really wonderful and great, but it has to be from what you are defining it to be not based off of what society your mom your friends like we really have to get to a point where we're comfortable at saying this is the type of person I am this is what I want in my life this is what I like and this is what it is now you don't have to like it you don't have to accept it but this is you know this is me and um be okay with that and also with that belief, if you're going to put yourself in that space, you have to believe. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. This is the person who you are today. We're not talking about the person who you were yesterday. It doesn't matter what you've done. It's who you are now and what you're doing to improve on who you are today. So you have to believe. I can't even stress that enough throughout everything. I've always believed I will always be okay. I want to sing BB and CC wine and song right now. That's my jam. <laughs> don't. Please don't sing it, but that is the jam. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> believe. I've always believed if everything was going to be just fine. So even with that little stint of, yeah, let's go get some money. Let's go do this. Yeah, let's go do that. I will always be okay. I knew that it didn't matter what I did. I was going to get whatever it is I gave out three times back. I'm always going to be okay. And it always happened that way. Now, the methods, that's a different story and it's definitely a different conversation. But (laughs) you have to believe in yourself and in your capabilities. And it always happens when everything around you seems uh, dark. I don't even know another word to use besides dark. But when it seems like... Bleak. Right. There you go. It looks like everything is going to come crumbling down. It looks like the sky is falling and... You know, don't like know why plant that's coming through the concrete. You're like, how the hell that plant get through right. that? Yeah, all of that. That's what it looks like. But that's the moment where you have to redefine your strength and rechannel your energy and yourself into you and actually believe that you're going to get through it because 
when the skies is falling, um, that's usually a sign that something great is happening right behind it anyways. You just have to believe that. You and have I just, to know that. Trust I that. just have to jump back in with this plant thing because, I mean, not because I love plants, but let's think about it. A plant is soft. How the hell does it get through the concrete? It's not because it's hard. It's not because it's as hard as the concrete. It's soft. Flexible. It's flexible. It's bendy. And that's how it, it pushes through. And it's like, hello. That's, that's a good analogy. I think another step to believing is forgiving yourself too. Mm-hmm. That's a big um, Self-forgiving that you did do what you did. <laughs> that or accepted you, what you accepted yeah and didn't put in the work to get to where you believe you should be that's one of the big ones I hear I'm not where I, I don't believe I'm where I should be in life you're exactly where you're supposed to be because you're exactly based you're off of what you have done yeah I used to want so much more and I was like I ain't doing nothing though <laughs> I just wanted it though it's a wish man I want and I was like why mm-hmm. think I would wake up like why stuff ain't doing what I wanted to do I thought wow. about it. because you're not doing nothing. And I was like, so what? I got yeah. I gotta do something too. They said what they say, keep on up, looking up and wishing, and life gonna keep on hitting them pockets, and that's why you're gonna stay broke. That's what somebody told me. I was like, Yeah, first of all, talk nice to me. Right. <laughs> 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 Just popping my bubble. Ooh. Disrespectful. So, yeah, it, it's so true though that we put these things out there, we think them, we say them. Because if you say them, that's the first part of manifesting. And then we forget to do the work. But I said it. I said I wanted it. And when I learned, when I really learned about metaphysics, so when someone first introduced me to metaphysics, um, I it was a lot about just think it, wish it, pray it, it'll you know, come about. And I saw this person operating in that space. And I was like, I don't see nothing happening for you. So I, I mean, what? What is, what is what's going on here? And so I'm like, hold on, give me the full book to read. Don't give me part, you know, part one. I'm because clearly there's a part two on here because something ain't happening. So, you know, I started reading all the full pages, not just the cliff notes. And I'm like, okay, oh, well, you're not doing the action part. So what, where your action at? Because I don't, I don't mm-hmm. see that. And um, like I tell people, you know, I wanted to work from home. And in 2019, I started looking for jobs so that I could get a job to work from home. And nobody would hire me. And I was like, what the heck is happening? I kept hearing this voice in my head that said, stop looking for jobs. And I'm like, well, how am I gonna get me a job working from home if I don't look for no, I mean, that's part of the action. Like, you know, hello, let's, you know, let's chill here. And every time I kept looking for a job, then I say, don't look for a job. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to go ahead and listen. But so I'm frustrated because I'm like, I have to do something because I'm, I, I am a, a true believer. You can't just wish it, pray it, hope it. You have to put in some work. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, what, since I can't look for the dang on job, what can I do then? I was like, why don't you just start creating your office, your home office space since you're going to work from home? I was like, ding, okay, there we go, some action. And I'm like, I'm an Aries. I need to, I need to move. Do it fast. (laughs) Right, and I need it immediately. Let's, I mean, because we're doing too, too long. Like, this is getting on my nerves. So I started creating my home office space. 
of uh, MLK Weekend 2020. And uh, at the end of February, beginning of March is when COVID hit. And then maybe a week later, we were working from home. And I was like, oh, okay, Universal, that's what you, so you were saying that I didn't need to lead a job. I had to work from home. You was like creating something else. Not that, you know, we, we wanted that particular outcome, but yeah. I said, Oh, well, look at here. This is this is why I get to work from home. And I and when we started working from home, I already had my setup. Hmm. I said, well, psh, look at me. <laughs> All in alignment and stuff. Okay. Even though you was forced into it because you was a little hard headed. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's how we be. I right. kept hearing the voice say, uh, and I mean, even if I thought about it, I was like, I'm going to just go on Indeed just to see what they doing. What you doing? I was like, damn, where oh, you at? Oh, her spirit sound like mine. <laughs> intrusive. <laughs> Very intrusive. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Her spirit sound like mine. She yelling and cussing. <laughs> Yours be cussing. I don't mind yeah, them. <laughs> Yours yeah, so nice. really be cussing. Yeah, no, they don't talk. They don't do that. They don't even take them. You got shoes being thrown at her and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I, mine just be like Ciara. Cause see, that that's the kind of kid I am. I'm like what? You just gotta say my name. I'm like, yeah. Now sometimes you, you got you gotta really hit me with something for me to get. I'd be like, but I can make it work. Now it's a struggle. It's a struggle. But they like, no, you're not gonna make it work. You hard headed. You want this to happen again? I'm like, no, I can do it. Like these three retrogrades. Can we video. get to no. October the 18th, please? Please oh. and thank you. Please. I'm trying to just be like, you're going to cry about it or you're going to get it done. And I'm like, first of all, I'm going to do both. Talking <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> about crying and redefining strength, um, crying is okay to do. I would Very never. I would never cry. There was it was a time where I never cried. I and now now yeah, I cry all the time because it's a release. Now yeah. Insert Justin, cry me, cry me. I be crying a river boo. Listen, I don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna release these tears. Yeah, now, now I'll cry. Now I cry, and it's okay to cry. I'm even I'm even feeling okay. Like it, it's okay to cry, but it was a time where I never cried. It didn't even matter if I was at a funeral, I wouldn't cry. Like there was no no crying at all. I'm just gonna you know go give me some money and be happy. So it was it it, it reverted back to that. So I never cried. I never let anybody in. I didn't show any sort of uh, real emotion. And we was talking about it before um, um, the, you know, our live, that documentary that Mary had, it was, if she got to a point where in her life where everything was great, she was too happy, she couldn't show happiness because she was afraid somebody might come up and steal it. So mm. it's that same concept. I could not be happy because I was afraid somebody might come up and steal it and I got to come out. Yeah. And I'm gonna throw that so, back in that that's that part of that masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. and, and, and instead of saying energy, because of what we're talking, we're gonna say environment. That's that masculine and feminine environment. And um, if you're growing growing up as a and, and woman and man is different than masculine and feminine. I, I just want to make sure to very say much so. that. Yep. But if you're growing up in an environment where 
um, you're having to use your masculine energy a lot, regardless if you are a female or you are a male. If you're having to use that masculine energy all the time, where do you have room to be soft? Mm. Because in the shower. <laughs> even men need to be soft like we don't need women don't want men to be a hundred percent masculine all the dang on time i'm a no no those men are dangerous you need They're to have good. everybody needs to have some softness women need to you know maybe have more softness than men and but men need to have some softness too because you know that's how we balance each other out um, so that we can get along together so that we can feel protected as women you know by our men and for men to be able to say you know what I can I can be soft and you know cuddly with my woman you know so that then when we go out into the world as men they can be like you know whatever that is <laughs> what they do <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's what we be doing. <laughs> right. All of that. And women can, you know, be all. <laughs> so, you know, allowing us to play whatever those roles are. And then, you know, and that can, you know, cross whatever gender, whatever sexual preference you have. But we, we're always, even if you're a woman, woman, man, man, you still play something as a counterpart to your partner because you need to balance each other out and really this, you know, balance our environment out so that maybe um, we can be able to show up in our most authentic selves. And unfortunately, um, when we have a lot of rough and tough females, they grew up in an environment that was really rough and tough. So they had to act that out so that they would not be harmed because survival technique. It was probably somebody they're not being able to protect them and so they're like this is what I got to do like Mary J Blige there was nobody there protecting her so she mm -hmm. had to be rough and stuff with her afro puffs Ray walk on with your bad self yeah yeah that's a that's a major thing but if we get back into environments we, we merge environments and strengths we see how those environments changed for her to redefine and in the process of evolvement for her to redefine what strength looked like to her and right. to cultivate that space around her that she could come out and now show happiness and what it looks like for her and define it for herself and not be afraid to be in that space that somebody's gonna steal it because now you know how to protect it. And so those are the things that we look for in the process of evolving. In your space of evolving, because every day, you know how to be like, oh, we learn something new every day, right? It's true. Mm -hmm. You do in some aspect, it might not be in the book, but in life, you learn something new every day. And as you're evolving, you're supposed to continue to cultivate what your world around you should look like for you. And it does not look like what it should look like for your mama, with your sister, for your best friend. They look different and that's perfectly fine. Right. But the real strength is taking the time to define what it looks like to you or what you, you want right. to I think you're like. right. That's that's being strong, being okay with going against whatever the grain is. That's the strength. Mm -hmm. All while crying. Because it, it, <laughs> it, it, it make you do that. It make right. you do that. Like, 
and I realized like for me personally, when I, you know, try to go through the tough stage and I don't want to cry, I find myself crying at the craziest moments. Like, why am I watching a movie? Why am I crying about it's a movie? Because I don't care about it. Come out. Exactly. So they just come out at the most craziest time when somebody says something and you like, I'm not supposed to be crying right now. It just, right. you know, so that's when I learned like, uh, you got to release when they say it's time to release. Cause listen, if not, they're going to come out and embarrass you on times. You don't, you're supposed to be acting tough and gangsters don't cry. And here you that's are right. boo-hooing nose red, like Rudolph, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I, I realized that, that the thing is, if you realize that the strength that's in your tears, cause I've cried so many times when in, the, in the opportunities where it's like, I shouldn't be crying, but I'm crying cause I want to knock your head off your shoulder. So I'm showing strength. These tears are strength Either that I'm not tearing this place up. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't came through like a tornado, like a Tasmanian devil through this because I'm known for flipping tables. Like, like, don't. So I'm crying because I'm. That's my strength, showing you that I'm showing. I'm holding back my fleshly desires to tear this place up. So I'm gonna cry. I'm teasing, you know. So, um, a lot of people think it's as tears as weaknesses. And in, in, in general, though, if you think about the times that you're crying, they're literally the times of strength that yeah. you didn't do what you normally would result to or you're not going off the deep end. So that's a strength in that. So tears are legit a sign of strength and not weakness. Mm. Also with that, another another way of redefining your strength is walking away. You don't have to engage. You can walk away. And I, I learned as I thought it was hard, but that little error, I thought that was hard to do. And after uh, 27 and learning and going through whatever it is you go I go through or you go through in life walking away is so much easier now I I walk now that's strength like that yeah walking away I you can do whatever say whatever I'm I'm, thank you I'm sorry have a great day I'm walking off I'm not going to engage because I've become comfortable with redefining my strength and going against the grain and so when you become comfortable with going against the grain and redefining who you are, redefining your strength, nothing is going to matter to you in terms of what another person thinks or how their thoughts are about what you're doing, how you do it, what society says, whatever the norm is. None of that's going to matter because you're going to be comfortable with who you are. And when you are comfortable with who you are, it's a different level of confidence. It's not even cocky. It's just you being you. And you will attract attract authentic people and genuine people in your space because like attracts like. Mm-hmm. So once you begin to redefine yourself, walking away is perfectly okay. Even if it's at a job and you can't even do the task that's assigned to you, walk away. I need some help. I, you know, I can't do this today. Or you couldn't, you know, beat that one person on, you know, at basketball, a competition or whatever, walk away. It's okay. Or you can't show up for something that you originally said you would have. It's okay to tell that person, you know what? I I thought I could do this. I thought I could do it. I thought I could be there, but I cannot. I'm sorry. Or whatever you want to say behind it. I just can't do it. And depending on who you spoke, who you speak with, that person going to be like, it's perfectly fine. It's cool. Don't even worry about it. It's also strength in not signing up for stuff you know you didn't want to do in the first place. Because <laughs> you know. Right, be able to, and that's 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 going back to my favorite word, no. Like you there's there's power in the word no. Or I or like she said, I changed my mind or I can't do it. Um, being able to reset your boundaries because sometimes we feel like, well, you know, I said it, I committed, I, I gotta do it. 
And there's times you may have to still, you know, do something that you don't want to do, but if there's some flexibility in there and I know we don't want you know again we don't want people to see us as wishy-washy but okay first you shouldn't be wishy-washy but um if you know that this literally is legitimately something that you just can't do for whatever something else came up that and, and it, it doesn't even necessarily be something that came up that you have to do that over as a priority it may have been that you really are uh, you committed yourself too much mm-hmm. and you can't show up for what you said you was going to commit to. And that's, that's your opportunity to say no, but also your opportunity to start redefining how you are showing up going forward with things and saying, you know what, maybe I can only commit to two things in a day instead of trying to commit to five <laughs> things in a day. So then you're redefining how you're engaging with people and saying what you can and cannot do as opposed to, you know what, I can always do five things a day and I can do everything for everybody. No, I always do, I always say this, do the most important things first in your day, which is you. Mm-hmm. Then once you have poured into you, then go and pour into other things. And so that means you may have to get up earlier so that, you know, you can make, you got a new teapot, like Cicely was telling us, she got a new teapot so that you can make you, you know, your, your tea or, you know, take five minutes to meditate or whatever, but pour into you first before you go and pour into other things, because I promise you, it will make you so much more happy and it gives you your strength and you're building your stamina you're building your stamina and doing more for yourself where it's become where it's going to become second nature and you'll be able to recognize when it is time for you to put yourself first versus when others are wanting you to put them first in a Mm -hmm. different way because not everybody is going to tell you put me first they're just going to say different words and different languages for you to do this for me can you can you remember you said because you know we've been friends for eons you know know, i was there for you when right Mm. that was a choice because first of all i didn't ask you you volunteered um i know (laughs) it's a blessing just as much as a yes absolutely absolutely (laughs) understanding i think i i I had an assignment one of the day in one of my classes and i thought it was pretty dope and it was the assignment was to practice saying no was practice saying no and practice taking a compliment without um, giving like, oh, well, I, I, I like it. Oh, well, it came from, I only paid. Thank you. Thank you. Can you do, no. I would have got an A on that no one, man. <laughs> and extra points. Right, yeah. That's my and, it was, and it was actually a week that so many people were pulling on me too. And I was like, no, 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 no. Right, right. Right. <laughs> right. And I, at the yeah. end of that week, even though it took a toll on me, like, oh my God, I'm not a good person. They're going to think I never show up for nothing. I think about it like, I don't show up for nothing no way. So who cares? Right? I had to stop caring about what and people And let's go back like. to that, what's that good person thing? Like, I had to let that, that one go a long, long time ago. Like, what mm-hmm. really is a good person? Well, you know what? I don't want to be a good person. How about that? Well, I, 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 hey, I played a villain at one point too, so it really don't matter. That um, is so. <laughs> I could be good. I could be a villain. People, one, people, I'll people play try to try to guilt trip you. 
into some things. And so like what makes something good versus something bad? I'm a bad person because, you know, and I, I hear that one all the time, which is selfish. Ciara, you're selfish. And I used to hear that even as a child. And at first it used to hurt my feelings, but I heard it so much at the time. I was like, I don't care. Like, because I didn't want to do what you wanted me to do. And I'm like, hold on. So let's define this. You're telling me I'm selfish because see, I break down some words on your little butt. So I'm like, so you're telling me I'm selfish because I don't want to do what you want me to do. Mm. So confused with that. And then I was just like, okay, well, I'll be selfish. Because see, if 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 because this sounds like the battle of the selfishness to me. And so mine is gonna win. I'm not play to win. That's a, that's the a, a thing. That's how manipulators work, though. You know, that wordplay and try to get you to, to guilt trip you into feeling bad for not doing what they wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that you should think, like, how did that register to you? How did that make me feel? Like, it just made me say no more. <laughs> if I was offended that you challenged my, my no, now I'm like, now, now it, it gives me permission to, to be the, the bad person that you want me to be. Right, right. Now I'm, now I'm going to be everything you ever wanted me to be. Right. Whatever it Surprise. is I was, I'm, I'm here for it. Because, and there ain't no rules over there, so don't play. Right. Because I know that I'm going to do for somebody what I feel is in my capacity and my wheelhouse to do. Right. And if it's not in my capacity or my wheelhouse, then I'm going to say no. And and that's the thing I always tell people. Just tell me what you can and can't do, you know, and then if you got to redefine it, tell me that, too. It's cool. But just tell me something. Don't like just leave me out hanging out there and like, I wonder what's going to happen if they going to show up or not. Just tell me. And then I'm confident in who you are. When you say this is what's, what it's gonna be, uh, well, you know, I decided I can't. And of course, it hurts your feelings a little bit. Oh man, now I gotta figure it out. But you know, then you like, you know what, universe, whoo, you gonna have me right? Cause I, clearly, I gotta make it happen. So let's mm-hmm. go, let's go. Right. And then you find another level of strength that you didn't think you could come up with, and then you like, oh my God, I can do A, B, and C. I learned something new, and I didn't know that I could do it. Put it on my resume. Right. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> resume builder. <laughs> Hello. So yes, but pause because look at the time. That's right. We got five minutes remaining. Who won't go? Who won't go? Who won't I, go? Who so get I, went it? Last, oh. I went last. Oh. I, look, I don't want to oh. challenge it. We would I got too many things happening. I can't, <laughs> can't that's her no. Okay, so uh <laughs> how you all can reach us. Mm-hmm. It's through Instagram. We have our Facebook page. We even have a Facebook group, Live You Group for Women, of course. Um, Spotify, sign up for our uh, newsletters. We also have our website. Um, what am I missing? Oh, consultations, 15 minute free consultations. Go ahead and sponsor a boo. Need y'all to go ahead and do that. Um, slide in the Be DMs, a boo. <laughs> right? Because you're a boo. Slide in the DMs um, if there's something that you guys want to talk about, but you don't want to put it out there for everybody else to see. We are open to almost anything to talk about because we also have our boundaries as well. Um, and if there's a topic, what? Go ahead. We don't play that over here. No, we don't do that. We don't, we don't play that over <laughs> we, yeah. we, do, we subscribe to know. <laughs> All the way. Big time. So, 
um, if there's a topic that you guys want us to readdress or expound on, just let us know. Um, slide in the DMs and let us know what's going on. Did I miss YouTube? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Always something. I thought I had it. Okay. So you did. You was good. Have, thank you. Thank you so much. So yes, we also have YouTube as well. So make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel as well. Good job. All righty. Yes. <laughs> Look, this is our own personal test every week. See, every see, week. see if you are uh, able to remember all the things, all the outlets. So, I'm gonna make it into a rap. You know, you gonna get it. You know, as always, we want to thank you all for taking the time to join us, no matter if you came live or you came on the replay. Um, it's always uh, really great and fun mm -hmm. to be able to share um, these things with you all. And, you know, if you want to, you know, reach out to us and have us come onto your platforms, <laughs> you can do that too. We are not, we won't say no to that. <laughs> um, we are collaborative we we love collaboration <laughs> we do not believe in competition over here because we just yeah. want to continue to spread the message of self-care and people putting themselves first and responsibly happily and so live you Absolutely. anybody else got anything um no i'm like you let's get to the 18th <laughs> <laughs> Man. Please, I'm so sick and tired of this Mercury retrograde. Okay. Uh, push. Stay I, strong, I, I my Thank you. It was it was three. Was it three or four? It was three this year. Three. It was three this year. And I got and I got past the first two. But first that two last was easy. This this these the last this one caught me. Past week, yeah, been something. Yeah. It, Emotional it roller coasters to say the least. Emotional Yeah, all that. <laughs> That's my song. So yes. Um, but like you said. Sponsor boo, be a boo, 15 minute consultations, slide in our DMs. Um, this year, even though this year flew past, like it, it really has. Um, we want you to start preparing for the holidays. I keep on saying October slow down because we don't even know who's making Thanksgiving a dipping yet. So um, but remember to stay in the present moment. Yeah. Remember to self-care isn't selfish, right? Because I, I like that. Um, it's not selfish at all. And to continue to redefine that and you, redefining you looks different every day. And that's perfectly fine. Be Absolutely. okay with the process of evolvement, no matter who make you feel no type of way about it. Cause they gonna, that's, that's what happens when you are the one that's starting to change people around you, try to remind you who you used to be. Right. So Take forgive coming. yourself. And right, cut people you, off if you got to. Please. Cause that's my thing. I can tell you how to cut somebody off five different ways if you need to. I got you. <laughs> you so for cutting people loose, not killing. Thank you. Look, I'm gonna call you for both. <laughs> got got you. It. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I want to make sure you guys get your cootie free kisses. Right. Spread love, spread joy, and peace, and namaste out of our way. Namaste. namaste.